0: Hi, and welcome to Neon Peak. My name is Haley Obright, and I'm your host. I'm an event professional, a health and wellness junkie, and a self-proclaimed boss babe. In just five years, I helped quadruple the growth of the events agency I work for, was named the emerging industry leader in Canada, became a part-time professor, got engaged to the love of my life, started a blog and podcast, and did it all while hitting my health and fitness goals. Now I want to share out all my tips and tricks on how you can also lead an energizing life that's fulfilling and takes you to your peak state. Think of me as your new friend, the one who pushes you, tells you the truth, and doesn't let you give up on yourself. I also have a pretty open door policy, so you never know which guests may end up in the seat beside me. If you want more content like this, make sure to visit neonpeak.ca and of course, subscribe to this podcast. Hi guys, today I'm recording episode 10 of the Neon Peak Energizing Life podcast. I am excited about this and the reason why is because I read a stat that about 90% of podcasts don't even make it to 10 episodes and even less make it past 10 episodes. The reason I believe that this podcast has actually beat out that statistic is because I built Neon Peak off of a passion and a purpose. And that came out of my course with Stephen Kotler, which was one of my episodes that I know a lot of you tuned into. And I was reflecting on this the other day because it's so incredible how much more committed, how much more motivated you are when you actually start something off of something that you're so passionate about and something that has so much meaning to you. And that's what Neon Peak is. So I just wanna thank all of you. I wanna thank you all for tuning in. I wanna thank you for the amazing feedback you're giving me. And I hope that I can continue to give you great content that's just going to get you to your peak state, help you live an energizing life, and just get you to living your best life. All right, today on the podcast, we are talking about why you aren't good at meditating, okay? So many of us think that we are not good at meditating, that we are not built for meditating, that it's just not for us, so let's not do it. Who really wants to sit in complete silence? not most of us, right? So I wanna give you a bit of perspective now that I feel like I'm starting to figure out this whole meditation thing and I'm hoping it really helps you. So I was the queen of coming up with every reason not to meditate. I told everyone it wasn't for me and I hated the idea of sitting in silence, but it was really just because I didn't know how to do it. So it was easier to categorize myself as a bad meditator. But what bothered me was how can I ignore the benefits of meditation when the best athletes the top CEOs the highest performers in the world are all doing it you hear all of them they're winning championships they're being interviewed how did you do it you know I did meditation I did visualization and you're hearing this and if you want to be in the one percent which is where I want to be I want to be the one percent then you need to do what the one percent do and they're all meditating so This is such a huge essential element that has to be a part of our day. But understanding how to do it and understanding why we do it is the thing that I think is going to motivate you. And it's the thing that motivated me. I also predict that in the next decade, people will start to expect you to meditate the way they expect you to brush your teeth in the morning. If you aren't handling your stress, you need to stay home. The same way nobody wants to smell bad breath on you, they don't want to smell your stress either. Coming out of this quarantine, so many people have realized how much stress they were living under, and they are trying to connect with themselves on a more spiritual level, trying to find more balance in their life, and that's why I feel strongly that as people move into this ne- next decade, stress management, things like meditation, having that life balance are going to be in even higher demand. Now, the reason most of us are not good at meditating is because we simply don't understand it. We think it's this complex ancient practice, but meditation is actually a tool that we need to be using to upgrade our performance. The course that finally helped me to understand meditation was the M word with Emily Fletcher. Emily began the course, and I took this course on Mind Valley, which I've spoken about before on this podcast. But Emily began the course by explaining to us that we do not need to be good at meditation, but rather we need to use it to become good at life. As simple as this statement was, it made all the difference for me. I stopped caring if my mind drifted a bit or if I got distracted during my practice because my goal was no longer about having a perfect meditation. It became more about the ability to calm my mind and learn how to move my thoughts around. Our thoughts are not going anywhere. And I think that's the biggest misconception about meditation, that all of a sudden you have to have no thoughts. And that's why I didn't do it, because I was like, oh, my God, there's no way I can just have no thoughts. But it's helped. Meditation really helps to teach you how to kind of gently push those thoughts away to clear space. And in one of the very first lessons, Emily told us to never feel guilty about having thoughts while we meditate. She says the same way you can't just turn off your lungs, you can't just all of a sudden turn off your brain. And I think because most of us think that, oh, we can't find the off button to our brain, so meditation's not for us. But this really couldn't be farther from the truth. You will have thoughts, meditation's going to help you manage them, and also it's going to help set you up for the rest of the day to manage thoughts as well. Have you ever heard the term, listen to your gut? I think we all did growing up, and this long-time used phrase now feels a bit outdated to me as I really start to embrace meditation. My gut is in the lower part of my stomach, which is really far away from the decision-making machine in my head, and the distance between my mind and my gut is too far, and the voice in the gut gets muffled by so many things, social media, the voice of others, their opinions, the news, and everything else that gets thrown at us. And I would rather bring this guiding voice, this voice that we're told we should be listening to up to the top most important part of my body. And I want it to speak loud and clear to me. Why are we like pushing this voice down and not really listening to ourselves? I also much prefer to call it intuition. It's so much more powerful than calling it just listen to my gut. And that's exactly what meditation has allowed me to do. We are all born with intuition, and the universe, or whichever higher power you believe in, is guiding you and sending you messages every day, and most of us have cluttered the space around us with so much noise that this voice cannot get through. Since meditating 15 to 20 minutes each morning, I'm actually starting to hear this inner voice inside of me, and some of you non-meditators might be laughing and saying that I should go see a doctor, but I am serious. It's like I can hear things I never heard before, and I really am thinking so much more clearly. They say that meditation also makes you more creative, and now I'm starting to understand why, and I'm a why person. I need to understand uh, the full circle, like start to end. Why am I doing this? If there's no reason, I'm not doing it. That's the other thing, right? people throw you like all the benefits of meditation, but they don't really explain like what's actually happening in your brain. And I need to understand what's actually happening in my brain to motivate me to do it. So basically what I've learned to understand is that by calming the sounds and thoughts around me, I'm able to open my mind. And this is when the connections begin to occur. I am not forcing thoughts or trying to make decisions. Creativity and the ability to take risk now start to go up because I'm actually getting out of my own way. And we allow our brain to enter into the alpha relaxed and the theta sleep phase. And in this phase, you can create gamma waves, which are basically your aha moments. Your brain takes in the information you're consuming and learning all day long, and then it's blending it with the problems you're trying to solve to create these connections, or again, what we like to call the aha moments, our really creative mind, Blowing ideas that come out. And I will say too, this is why reading and really becoming knowledgeable in the areas of your passions and purposes is so important because during meditation, that information that you're taking in or that you're focused on is what's going to help you have those aha moments and have those creative connections. And because of all this, now that I understand all this, I feel like it actually means that the answers were actually always inside of us. But without the practice like meditation, they're just never revealed. They just sit and they rot and we basically increase our stress levels and we just never shut up to actually listen to the answers that are inside of us. I never gave myself time during the day to listen. I thought the answers were outside of me. The answers were not outside of me. The answers were inside and now I can actually hear them. And that is one of the most powerful things that have come out of my meditation practice. And remember that meditation is just like going to the gym. You are training your mind. I love fitness and working out, but that doesn't mean I want to go every single day. I'm human too. I have days where I'm tired and I don't have the motivation, but I push myself because I know the benefits. And meditation is the same thing. I don't wake up and run to my meditation you know, spot every single morning. There's some days I'm really looking forward to it, and there's other days where I just kind of know I should do it. So, you don't need to like it every day, but you definitely need to build in the time. And you should consider getting started with some sort of app like Amvana, which is a program that uh, Mind Valley created. It's a great app. I use that one every day, and I love it because you can actually change the volume of the person speaking or the music. So, if you want no, like nobody's speaking, you can just fully listen to music. If you want a little bit of a guided behind the music, you can increase the volume the way that you like. And they have so many different meditation options. So it's just kind of like a hub for lots of great meditation tracks. Or you can also do a program like I did with Emily Fletcher on Mind Valley. But remember, if you want to learn how to work out, you might hire a personal trainer, you might watch some videos on YouTube, you might ask a friend. So if you want to learn how to train your mind, You know, go about it the same way, because if you just try and you get frustrated and you stop because you have no idea what you're doing, you may never go back to it. I highly suggest working with someone that's going to help you understand it, help you find techniques to try and continue to do it. And that way you slowly learn and get better at it. So to wrap up today, I don't believe that any of us are bad at meditation, at least anymore. I just believe that most of us don't understand it and are approaching it in the wrong way. So don't seek perfection, but rather seek to get started and grow with it slowly. You don't squat 200 pounds on your first day at the gym. Start with five minutes, then 10 and so on until you hit your groove. I know that as someone who thought they would never meditate, I am now seeing the benefits of this practice and I really want that for you. And like I said before, meditation will become as mainstream as brushing your teeth. As more people begin to meditate and find their own inner peace, it will become more expected that those around them do the same. You have a choice to manage your stress. So leave your house each day with fresh breath and a clear mind. All right. Thanks for tuning in, guys. I will see you next week. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you like what you heard, make sure to hit subscribe and leave me a quick rating and review because good energy is contagious. If you want to say hello, you can always contact me at neonpeak.ca. And remember to hit your peak performance, you got to wake up, kick ass and repeat. You got this.